you owe it to your dog to do the best to make sure that he's both happy and healthy throughout his life. It is a responsibility that comes along with the privileges of having him in your home. The question is, how do you do it? Fortunately, naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer. Been using it for Uno ever since. Uh, for what? Gosh, has it been three years, too? Probably has been. Has it really? Holy cow. Wow. Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. A supplement you sprinkle on the dog's food. Full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Get your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. America. Oh, yesterday we thought we were fed up. Uh, the Durham report came out, and I'm now, now I'm now I'm really fed up because the FBI has already fixed the problem. There's really nothing to see here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, and uh, we have a solution um, that goes a little farther than oh well. What's going to... Nobody's going to do anything about it. Really? Maybe it's time we do something about it. I'll tell you all about it in 60 seconds. John wrote in about his experience with Relief Factory. He said, I had such severe knee pain for so long, I eventually wasn't able to work anymore. Then I heard about Relief Factor, and within a few weeks, I was not only to go back to work, now I can go hiking and bike riding with virtually no pain at all. Thank you, Relief Factor. John, thank you for trying Relief Factor. I got my life back. I couldn't paint. I couldn't even write. My hands would cramp up so so horribly that I couldn't hold a paintbrush in my hand. I love to paint. And uh, and I just finished my latest. It's uh, my son's bedroom. It is a beautiful cream now. But I couldn't do that before. Anyway, uh, Relief Factor. It's 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug. So you're not going to be whacked out. Try it now for three weeks. See if it doesn't change your life. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com or 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. It's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. All righty. Let's go to uh, Jake Tapper because I think this one is uh, the only example of an honest uh, reporter from yesterday on the Durham report. Here's what he said on CNN. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped. And it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It is, regardless, devastating to the FBI. And to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Wait, what? Now, so you know, Jake Tapper was one of the first ones to really jump on that bandwagon and say, this is true. He was, he is involved in a Russia scandal. So for him to reverse himself, that's a big deal. 
For him to be on CNN and reverse himself, that's a big deal. Maybe we're starting to see a little bit, a little bit of actual journalism come out from Jake Tapper. Now, here's what we found out. This is uh, <clears throat> this is quite amazing. What we found out yesterday was the FBI had zero, zero intel or faith in any of this. So they opened an investigation on something they had no faith on. They had no intel. And more importantly, what we found out is that they had been briefed on the fact that Hillary and her campaign was going to discredit Trump by claiming Russian collusion. Joe Biden was made aware of uh, Clinton campaign plans. Um, he was told in a meeting August 3rd, 2016, August 3rd, 2016, by then CIA director John Brennan in the Oval with Barack Obama, Biden, and James Comey, the FBI director, and other senior administration official, officials, they were discussing Russia's efforts to interfere in the election. And according to Breton's handwritten note and his recollections from the meeting, he briefed on relevant intelligence known to date on Russian election interference, including the this is in a quote, the Clinton plan intelligence. Now, what was that? Durham writes, specifically, Director Brennan's declassified handwritten notes reflect that he briefed the meeting's participants regarding the alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on the 26th of July of a proposal from one of her campaign advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up a scandal claiming interference by the Russian security services, end quote. Now, how can any American say this is not a big deal? Not only did all of this and we already knew we knew it came from the Clinton campaign. Remember, the early stories was this came from a GOP operative. Remember, that was the early thing. This came from a GOP operative. They were doing uh, they were doing research. No, no. The president, the FBI, the CIA Everyone knew that it was decided on July 26th and then briefed in the Oval in August that Hillary Clinton had something called the Clinton Plan Intelligence, where she would release things to try to get the spotlight off of her email scandal. Durham noted that even though Comey was in attendance at this meeting, it did not spark any FBI action. So Comey knew from the beginning. So every time you saw Comey on television saying, well, we don't know. And there's some evidence that we really have to look into. He had been briefed in August and took no action on Hillary Clinton. Then when the Durham report came out, not the Durham report, the um, Christopher Steele file, when that came out, they all knew that that was the Clinton plan intelligence. 
The Durham report goes on to say none of them had any faith in it at all. In fact, while filing for the FISA court uh, filings to be able to spy on Trump, the Durham report says the agents didn't then or in hindsight have any belief that any of these things were true. Okay, so let's just start adding up the crimes here. You have intel that one campaign is going to release false information to tie them to the Russians. Your FBI knows it. Your CIA director is briefing the president, the vice president, Joe Biden, about the Clinton plan intelligence. And they do nothing. But then when they are delivered something that they know comes from the Clinton campaign, they turn on the machine. They then start, the FBI then starts leaking this information to the press, which they have zero confidence in. Durham noted that during Comey's attendance at this meeting, it didn't spark any FBI action. He further highlighted an August 22nd, 2016 email that an FBI cyber analyst sent to the bureau employees and senior intelligence officials informing them of the details of the Clinton plan. They failed to remember any follow-up actions the Bureau might have taken after the second briefing on it. Then the FBI, when they got the Steele dossier, remember the one that no one in the administration believed anything in it, the one that they knew came from Clinton, the one they had been told months before was coming in the Clinton campaign, what was it, the uh, Clinton plan intelligence. When they got it, they went to Christopher Steele. He's the author of the dossier and offered a million dollars. We'll we'll pay you and pay your primary sources money if anyone is able to prove this. So now... When Hillary Clinton's operatives couldn't get anything really solid, they pass it to the FBI. The FBI looks at this and goes, this is garbage. Yeah, I know, but it could be true. All right, offer him a million dollars if he can come up with something. Uh, Okay, anybody have a problem with that? Anybody? Then... Uh, they went, one of the FBI agents, Brian Auten, traveled to Rome and met with Steele on October, uh, 2016. And he made the offer knowing that it relied primarily on one person or subsource. The Bureau paid that subsource. That subsource was uh, Igor Dechenko, they paid him almost a quarter of a million dollars 
even after he was unable to provide any evidence for a single claim, your tax dollars paid him. Now, this is going to get worse. More shockingly, according to the Durham report, the FBI had significant evidence that Dechenko himself was Russian intelligence. It had closed a counterintelligence investigation into him on tw- uh, in 2011 because agents mistakenly believed he had left the country. The FBI investigated Dechenko as a possible Russian spy from 2009 to 11 after a colleague at the Brookings Institute, the left-leaning think tank where he worked, told the FBI that Dechenko raised the prospect of paying him for classified information if the colleague joined the Obama administration. A second Brookings employee also told the FBI he suspected Dechenko of being connected to Russian intelligence. It became a full-fledged investigation when the FBI realized that Dechenko was a known associate of two other spies and had contacts with known Russian intelligence offices and had said he wanted to join the Russian diplomatic service. He also told another person that he worked on special matters for the Russian army and that his Russian passport listed him as connected to the Russian military intelligence service. They paid him 250000 to prove that Trump was colluding with people like him. He couldn't come up with that evidence. Um, let me take you to Jonathan Turley. Jonathan Turley said the AP, the AP tried to dismiss this as not the crime of a century, but Donald Trump termed it. But whether or not anyone will ever be held accountable is hard to get around that indeed nothing like this has ever been done before or that it was so damaging and divisive to our nation. What's criminal is that it appears people might get away with it. That doesn't mean it wasn't the crime of the century. It just means people are not being held to account. There is so much wrongdoing involved in all of this, but let's point out one big lie that we always knew was a lie, which the report now confirms. Do you remember when Adam Schiff, then the chair of the House Intelligence Committee, claimed he had seen evidence that he couldn't share with us demonstrating the Russian collusion? Now that the report verifies there never was anything what was that evidence, Adam? Given Durham's findings that there was no basis for action taken by the FBI in launching the investigation, it would be a good time for former House Intelligence Chair Adam Schiff to reveal the evidence that showed the Russian collusion. There is no evidence. So here's what you have, America. You have a former president that knew someone was going to attack the Republican candidate and make up a story about Russian intelligence so the press would not talk to Hillary Clinton about her emails. The president knew about it. The vice president knew about it. The CIA knew about it. And the FBI knew about it. But they took no action at all. Now, if that isn't throwing an election, 
I don't know what is. If that's not making sure your person wins because you immediately follow it up with being delivered that that you know is false being delivered and then start leaking everything to the press from official sources. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to be happy until people go to jail. Now, the FBI did come out and they said in their statement, the conduct in the 2016 and 2017 special counsel Durham examined was the reason that the current FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions, which now have been in place for some time. So they fixed it. Nothing to see here. No one went to jail. No one was fired. No one was held accountable. But trust us, they say, we've fixed it. Boy, I'm so close to using a word that I know I can't use and follow it with you to the FBI. There is a serious problem. So how do we fix it? Because they ain't going to fix it. I'll tell you in 60 seconds. Don't know if you've noticed this yet or not, but MyPillow is an incredible company. You helped it become what it is today. And Mike Lindell, the owner and founder of MyPillow, likes to give back to those who have helped him build the company. His later latest offer is his six-piece towel set. They're made with U.S. cotton, extremely absorbent, yet soft and durable. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They typically retail for about $99.98, but for a limited time, you can get this set on clearance for $25 with the promo code BECK. 70% in savings on yet another amazing product from the man who brought you the MyPillow. Here's what I like about this. At $99, that's the set my mother used to say, don't use that, that's for guests. Okay, well, there's no other towel. You, well, you don't use that. Wipe, wipe your hands on your pants. Okay. But for 25 bucks, everybody's in. Six towel set, sell out fast, mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener special squares. Get the clearance price, 25 bucks on the towel set. Deal's not going to last long. Or, uh, order and enter the promo code BECK at checkout. Or you can call 800-966-3117. It's mypillow.com. Promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, there is so much more to report on what happened yesterday, but I want to give you a little ray of hope here. Got a Twitter um, message from uh, somebody who follows me, Marcus. I have personally moved on from Trump, but I can clearly understand why President Trump can't move forward. You want to pay President Trump back for everything that he did then you should be on the bandwagon because the best thing we can do is make sure the people who did that to him and would do that to you or anybody else that they disagree with goes to jail i can't move on dear god who's going to hold the democrats accountable well i'm not sure it's the republicans But we are going to try on Thursday night a new angle entirely. 
I had a team of researchers here at Blaze Media do a little digging to uncover as many Hunter Biden crimes as they could find. Mind you, I told our researchers to only provide me with the list of crimes which they have concrete evidence. Crimes that are so obvious, so well documented, that a half-wit prosecutor could secure a conviction. Nothing even close to the line. Just, wow, did he do that? So let me give you just a couple of the crimes he's uh, we've uncovered. In Arizona, 2016, Hunter crashed his car while uh, on crack cocaine. They decided not to prosecute. Connecticut, uh, over uh, the space of two days, the president's son solicited six different prostitute, prostitutes to service him. Uh, prosecutors declined to uh, press any charges. Delaware 2019 records from Hunter Biden's laptop document a minimum of nine instances of him using or purchasing illegal drugs. Prosecutors have declined to press charges. I could go on and on. All told, our researchers have documented. Now, remember, only the rock solid ones, 150 crimes that Hunter Biden committed, ranging from drugs, guns, prostitution to influence peddling and tax fraud. These are undisputed and well-documented. Yet nobody is pressing charges. I am disgusted and fed up. If any of us had done a tenth of this, we'd be in prison today. I have a plan, and I'm going to need your help to make it work. I'm going to outline it on Thursday, this coming Thursday, 8 p.m. on Blaze TV. Commercial free special that is happening 8 p.m. on Thursday. We need all hands on deck to make this work, so tune in, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, invite them over to watch the special with you. This, you, stop waiting for the Calvary. Hello, America, you are the Calvary. It is time to ensure justice is served. You fed up? Join us now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code FEDUP. You'll save 30 bucks. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about uh, a life you helped save. It started with Lillian. She was in a very dark place when she found a preborn clinic on the internet search and reached out. The choice she was faced with making was beyond difficult. She literally held the life and death of her unborn child in her hands. She didn't know what to do. Her client advocate reminded her that even if she believed there was no one else she could turn to, she could always turn to God. And Lillian chose to keep her baby. The preborn staff helped her through it and is still helping her today after her daughter, Zara, was born. Since then, Lillian has described them as her safe place. This is what preborn does. When an, expect, unex, uh, when an expecting mother unexpectedly meets her unborn child through an ultrasound, odds are she chooses life for that baby. Preborn needs your help. Will you donate anything, especially if you can do it monthly? Donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or visit preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. You can save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV right now. Use the promo code FEDUP at blazetv.com slash Glenn. 
Our researchers have uh, have worked diligently on uh, crimes, and we are going to now uh, try something on Thursday to blind justice again. Justice has to be blind. But justice is not blind because it's in the hands of all of the people in Washington, D.C., and it is completely and totally corrupt. No one pays for anything that they do. You tired of it? Great. It's time for us to hand you a constitutional legal stick that's very pointy that will blind justice again. And I'll give that to you on Thursday, and we want everybody to see it together because we're going to lay everything out and then show you how to fix it. And if, if you are there and you do the things that we are suggesting, I think you're going to see some people start to pay for crimes um, because the people have the power and we'll explain that more in depth on thursday you don't want to miss it now there's a couple of other things that are going on that will show you why we must have blind justice washington is so fully corrupt we have now the just on the durham report yesterday we have the clinton campaign we have barack obama former president we have joe biden We have the CIA and the FBI all colluding to make sure that Donald Trump is labeled a uh, uh, a defector or, um, you know, a shill for the Russians. They knew it. They executed it perfectly, according to plan. And no one paid any price. Do you think they're going to stop? Of course not. What did they do the next election? The very next election, the FBI, which had the laptop of Hunter Biden, knew exactly what was in it, had known that that laptop was probably going to come out before the election. So what did they do? According now to the Twitter files, we know the FBI went to Twitter and all of the uh, social media companies and said, you're going to you know, they're going to try to take down the president. uh, or the vice president's bid to become president through his son. There's lots of Russian interference. Well, you already know that from last time. Well, no, they already knew before they even started the investigation that that wasn't true. So they used that same lie a second time in 2020 to tell them not to do anything with the Hunter Biden laptop. That affects the election. If you talk to people who now know about it, they say they would have never voted for Biden had they known about it. So they influenced another election. If you think this is free and fair, it's not. And we we have the you don't have to go to the ballot box. All you have to do is go to the Justice Department, the CIA, uh, the NSA uh, and the Democratic Party. The justice system, once you go through that, what chance do you have? What chance do you have? Now, let me give you let me give you the latest on another whistleblower. Three FBI officials will testify in alleged abuses of power by FBI leadership 
ranging from discrimination against conservatives to inflation of domestic terrorism statistics. These whistleblowers are coming out, former agents, local, saying what Washington was telling us to do changes everything. We were told that even uh, child sex crimes, not important. What's important is the domestic terrorist uh, uh, angle. And so they had to take on as separate cases all of the January 6th things. Okay, They pushed everything else aside. This is happening on Thursday. But you also have now retaliation on the IRS. Yesterday, the IRS... uh, fired the entire investigative team that was looking into Hunter Biden. And the reason why they did it is because there was a whistleblower in that group. And the whistleblower had gone to Congress and said, they have known for a long time what the crimes are, and they are not doing anything. In fact, the Biden administration is leaning hard on the IRS to make this go away. So you have a whistleblower. He's willing to testify. The head of the IRS is asked by Congress. We have a whistleblower. You are not to retaliate. There will be no retaliation. Yesterday, they fired everyone on that team. Now, what do you think that's all about? Okay, how about this one? The lead prosecutor on January 6th, do you know who his name is? Never even heard of him. Name is Matthew Graves. Who is Matthew Graves? Wait until you hear this story, how it ends. He's really kind of a nobody. I mean, yes, he worked on the Biden-Harris campaign. He gave $2,000. He was a domestic policy advisor for the campaign, and he worked at the same uh, law firm that Kamala Harris's husband worked at. So he kowtows and it pays off for him. He gets a cushy job, probably the most politically charged U.S. attorney's office in the country. He's the guy who is making the decisions in the District of Columbia. Since he took over, he has changed everything. Now, He escalates all of the investigations into January 6th. However, he is letting people go that are actually committing crimes. He is in the uh, position of prosecuting both local and federal crimes in the nation's capital. Gun crimes, carjackings, skyrocketing, homicides up 9%. He's under fire from community groups for letting all of these people go. So the House Oversight Committee going to hear from Graves today. And Chairperson James Comer threatened to issue a subpoena after the Justice Department said, no, Graves is too busy. He can't come in for questions. Really? So he's doing all he can to let criminals go. Instead, he's focused on January 6th defendants. So here's the question 
the series of questions that should be asked today by the Republicans. Mr. Graves, the Washington Post recently reported that you have one of the highest, if not the highest, declination rates in the country. According to one site that tracks crime data in D.C., you have refused to prosecute two-thirds of all criminal cases brought to you by police, double what it was in 2015. You blame the lack of resources for refusing to prosecute, repeat, violent offenders who threaten security of the nation's capital. At the same time, can you tell us how many January 6 cases were brought to you by the FBI over the past 28 months? Have you declined any of those? Not only are you proceeding at full steam with January 6 cases, you told the Washington Post last year you plan to double the current caseload, currently more than 1,000 cases to at least 2,000. What percentage of your office time is spent on January 6 cases versus the prosecution of local criminal crimes? In court documents, question three, your office repeatedly refers to January 6th as a domestic terror attack. In some cases, you're asking for domestic terror enhancements at sentencing. Terror attacks always involve the killing of innocent individuals. Mr. Graves, how many January 6th defendants are charged with murder? To continue that inquiry, how many are charged with using a firearm or bringing a firearm into the building? Explosives are also a common feature of terrorist attacks. Do you have any update on the pipe bombs found at the headquarters of both the RNC and DNC on January 6th, which prompted the evacuation of adjacent house buildings and diverted law enforcement away from the Capitol? In fact, Mr. Graves, most of the charges against Capitol protesters are misdemeanors. Is that correct? According to your latest Capitol attack update, 80% of the plea deals you extracted from January 6th defendants are for misdemeanor offenses. The most common charge is parading or picketing in the Capitol. A petty offense almost always handled in the D.C. Superior Court that results in a ticket and minimal fine. But your office is asking for prison time for between 14 days and six months for the plea deals for parading could you explain that mayor browser said last week you would propose legislation to reform the city's pre-trial detention policies for repeat offenders arresting for new crimes in response you said recent dialogue related to pre-trial detention meaning denied bail has been over how can we have more people released because they have not been convicted but isn't that the standard your office applies for those charged on January 6th? You've demanded pretrial detention for dozens of Capitol protesters, the overwhelming majority of whom have no criminal record, some accused of committing no violent crime on January 6th. A handful were in custody for nearly two years waiting for your office. On that note, you seek excessive prison sentences for January 6th defendants. For example, Thomas Caldwell is a decorated and disabled Navy veteran with no criminal history. Caldwell was not charged with any violent crime on January 6th. In fact, he never entered the Capitol building. Nevertheless, you added a seditious conspiracy charge to his case shortly after taking office. 
After a jury trial, Caldwell was convicted of one obstruction count and one count of tampering with evidence. And you asked the judge to sentence him. who He is nearly 70 years old. You sentenced him to 14 years in prison. Could you explain why he deserves to die in jail? Uh, this goes on and on. This is from uh, Victor Davis Hanson, his column today. It is a must read. And this this testimony is uh, is happening. Uh, I think it's today. Didn't I say today? Uh, it's happening today. And these questions should be asked and answered because there's yet another whistleblower that is tied to the DOJ and the Pentagon that says the way they are arresting people on January 6th for the January 6th thing is exactly the tactics we use in the war on terror overseas, including the police being in on a uh, traffic stop to scare somebody so they run or act nervous, but then don't arrest them they're just kind of making them nerve wracked so when they do come in with the flash uh, grenades, uh, that person is already freaked out beyond their belief. You will not believe what they're doing. Now, New York Times, you really have the balls to say nothing new to see here? Really? More in a minute. Your credit card debt is getting more expensive all the time, and if you're only able to make the minimum payment each month, it can be overwhelming trying to find a way out of debt. It's going to take years, because most months you're not even touching the principal balance. Um, if you own a home now, there is possibly a better way for you. It's not right for everybody, but I want you to look into it. Tapping into your home's equity to pay off those high-interest debts. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. If you're paying 20, 21, 25% interest, why not take that and roll that into your mortgage and pay 5% interest? You can save a ton of money, both in the short and long term. And the people that can help you do that is American Financing. Call American Financing today at 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So you have enough going on in your life. When's the last time you uh, checked the legal title to your home? I mean, never, probably, is the answer to that. Maybe when you first bought the home, and that's about it. Well, you need to check for home title theft. It's real. It's a nightmare. It is uh, really ruined thousands of lives. And our home's titles are online now, so any hacker can get to them if, with enough effort. And then they have, like, local governments to deal with, and, you know, they're not on top of this stuff. So what do you do? How do you stop this? Can your home be sold out from underneath you? It's happened to a ton of people, and the crime is growing far too fast. So what do you do? Home Title Lock is there. They they showed me how, how easy it was to uh, find your home's title and to forge it, and then they could just take control of your home. Luckily, they didn't actually do that to me, but they could have, and that's terrifying. 
Now, of course, I have Home Title Lock, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Home Title Lock helps shut this kind of thing down. It's what they do. They do it better than anyone. This is not the kind of thing that you want to find out about after the damage has been done. So be proactive and stop the crime before it happens. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, find out for free with sign up and get 30 days of risk-free protection when you use the promo code BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. The promo code is BECK at HomeTitleLock.com. It's your home. You need to protect it. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. Welcome to the uh, program. We're glad you're here. Um, Stu and I were just talking about, you know, what is all of these things that are happening? This is the, this is the most corrupt administration in all of American history. And that's saying something. This goes so far beyond Watergate, which were former CIA people working on behalf of the reelection commission. This is this is like what Hillary Clinton did to set up that that's that's Watergate working in conjunction with the White House. They knew it and getting some off the books, you know, Christopher Steele stuff. OK, but then they involved the Justice Department and everything else. So that's huge. Then you have the FBI and DOJ and the IRS stonewalling any kind of investigation into Hunter Biden. And then you have everyone who's working on that case at the IRS fired. How could that possibly happen? I mean, just that, just that alone is, I mean, if it happened, I mean, I don't know how anybody doubts now, but we should wait until we see the yeah, evidence. Sure. But um, if that happened... How does that not bring this president? I mean, it's, it's incredibly erratic behavior by the president. If he actually did that, it seems like the type of thing you do in anger. It seems like the type of thing that, that turns around and blows up a presidency. You know, we're not talking about it. It's not even the biggest focus of the today. But if that's true, he fired all the investigators on a son. I mean, that's the type of thing that even some on the left wouldn't want to overlook. Now, of course... They will. The media is there to aid him every step of the way. So, of course, it will probably not turn into anything. But that is the, I mean, you know, it's the type of thing you'd yeah. expect from a Nixon administration. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, you're going to want this uh, number, okay? You're going to want this address in about 15 minutes. And uh, trust me, you're going to you're going to go on this website and you're going to order something. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Why do you need them? Oh, I'll tell you in a minute. Three-month emergency food kit lasts up to 25 years in storage. Provide you and your family the things you need when things get dicey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that would that would mean that there would be shortages or something like that. No, no, no. Well, I'll tell you in a minute. Emergency food, survival gear, worth over $200 of free survival gear, when you get the uh, three-month supply of emergency food from MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Now, I hope to make it to the end of this hour. Uh, I'd like to make it all three hours today, but my head may just explode. So, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be interesting to see how this hour goes, isn't it, Stu? It's going to be fun to watch. See, It's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out at the end.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I just think it's only fair to alert you that kind of that's not a duct tape alert. I mean, well, maybe maybe it's the correct one. Stu, uh, is it DEFCON 1 where you're at war? Yeah, DEFCON 1 is the highest level of readiness. Readiness, mm-hmm. which is the one where they've already launched the planes and uh, and they got the planes running on the ground. Is that two? Uh, no. Well, I don't know if we're at the... I could explode this hour, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure... So I don't want to. I don't want to put it on on DefCon One, but I will tell you, you should have the engine running of the car just outside. You pick up all the pieces of my head, and uh, and and of course me and my head, and you put me in the car, take me to the hospital by the end of the hour, because it could very well happen. My head's going to explode. I'll tell you why in a minute. First, John wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I have such severe knee pain for so long, I eventually wasn't even able to work anymore. But then I heard about Relief Factor, decided I'd give it a try within a few weeks. It's not only able to go back to work, but now I can go hiking and bike riding. Virtually no pain at all. Thank you so much, Relief Factor. John, thank you for writing in. If you've been dealing with pain in your life, and you feel like you've tried everything, brother, I know it. Sing it, baby. If it if it works for you, Relief Factor, you'll get your life back. And it cost you 20, what is it, 1999 or 1995 to be able to try it for three weeks. You take it as directed. Uh, it is not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. It works on inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain and our ills. Uh, in our life relieffactor.com relieffactor.com call 800 the number four relief relief factor feel the difference okay so where do i even begin well if you're trying to understand the world today i would like to introduce you to my book that is coming out called dark future dark future glenn why why would you make it That sounds pretty darn depressing, dark future. Well, at least in the book, there is a future. I'm just saying. So Glenn Beck branded optimism right there. That's it. Yeah. Be optimistic. Mm -hmm. It is a future. Very dark one. Mm -hmm. But the future exists, mainly for plants. Now, here's the thing. If you don't understand the world, then you don't understand uh, ranchers. Because I have a whole bunch of cat, cattle on my ranch, and I eventually eat all of them, and they are delicious. But I also take care of my cows, and I feed them all the best. And, uh, you know, if one of them gets out of line, well, maybe they, they might be the one that's the first to be eaten. I'm the rancher. They're the cows. I keep them in certain pens. So I open up one field so they can go and graze in there. And then when they've eaten enough from that field, I'll open up another field and they'll go graze in that one. That way they always have food. They don't overgraze and they don't care or even know they're overgrazing and destroying the land. That's my job. I'm the rancher. I know best. So if you want to know what's going on, 
all you have to do is understand that. You are the cow. They are the rancher. And they know what's best for you. And they'll give you your vaccinations when it's time to give you a vaccination. And if it feels like somebody with one uh, sleeve of his shirt is cut off, yes, he does have his entire arm up your, okay, checking for stuff. Those are the experts. And I've been encouraging you for a while to do not listen to the experts. Okay? They're making us into infants. I don't know what to do. I just, I'd listen for an expert. No, no, nowhere in the Constitution is there a, a right to an expert to tell you what to do. In fact, I think our founders would warn you against all of those guys. I've been talking to you about AI, and on tomorrow's television broadcast, I'm doing a special on AI, and it's really kind of important. I got an email from somebody who is speaking to all of the heads of these AI companies and trying to get them to, you know, maybe reconsider, maybe reconsider. This is along the lines of Tristan Harris and what he's doing. And um, this was shared to me by a partner. Uh, they're, they're going out, they're meeting with all these people. And uh, the uh, partner writes to the other guy and he said, hey, not making a lot of progress. I think it's worse than we both thought it would be. In the end, a lot of the tech people I'm talking to when I really grill them retreat into a couple of places. First, determinism. What is determinism, Stu? Hmm. I have a succinct definition of it's, that. It's already predetermined. It's already, it's done. Okay? It's fate. It's going to happen. Okay, so okay? that that idea that you, nothing, it, you can't you change. You can't change okay. anything. Okay? <laughs> it's a sad, they, sad, so, sad right. future. A dark Correct, future. A dark future. Okay? Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's that's the happiest place they go to is, well, it's inevitable. But what they think is inevitable is the inevitable replacement of biological life with digital life. Think about this. The people who are creating AI and AGI believe, the leaders do, that it is inevitable that digital life will replace biological life. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not working on anything that's going to replace people and I don't even know, trees, uh, all biological life. Don't work on any of that stuff, right? Because I value people. I don't like a lot of them, but there's a <laughs> lot to go through and a lot to choose from. Okay. Billions of them. So <clears throat> they are. They believe that it's inevitable replacement of biological life with digital life. And that's a good thing because man is bad for the planet and we've done a lot of bad things. So it's a good thing that it's inevitable that we are going to be replaced by AI. 
okay, that sounds a little arrogant. No, 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 I haven't even gotten to the arrogant part. At its core, he writes, it's an emotional desire to meet and speak to the most intelligent entity they've ever met. And they have some ego religious intuition that they'll somehow be a part of it. Quote, it's thrilling to start an exciting fire. And I mean, we're going to die either way. Let's light it and see what happens. End quote. These are the people that are the experts in AI and AGI. Okay, so if we took a vote, would you vote to have those guys making the decisions or not? All right. Now, let me give you some other expert news. Rishi Sunak. Under pressure to act over sky-high grocery costs facing families when he hauls in supermarkets and farming chiefs to crunch number 10 summit on Tuesday. That's today, number 10, Downing Street. Uh, Rishi is the prime minister of England. Food inflation will become a normal state of affairs for Brits due to the worsening climate shocks experts have warned so going into this by the way so you know their their food and drink price inflation in uh england is 19.2 percent from their already high prices last year 19.2 percent okay that's twice the overall rate of other inflation in England, it's running at about 10%. So speaking ahead of the, uh, the food summit at 10 Downing Street that happens today, the Food Foundation boss, Anna Taylor, warned that high prices are here to stay without government action and branded it extraordinary that the ministers have ditched planned plans for a horticultural strategy. Well... Good thing the government is involved, right? Well, may I take you into the time tunnel, 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 tunnel. If I take you into the time tunnel, let me take you back last September uh, to the, um, what's this bonehead's name? This is the uh, prime minister of the Netherlands. On, you know, this is when all the tractors were out on the streets, out on the streets, and there were those crazy farmers. Yeah. This is why they were out on the streets. Listen to this. Netherlands. So the role of businesses in the agri-food sector should be stimulated and able to create scalable uh, solutions. And here, I'd like to highlight a a World Economic Forum initiative in this regard, the World Economic uh, Forum Food uh, Innovation Hubs. And these hubs in Africa, in Asia, in South America, and in Europe uh, will allow uh, businesses to connect regional stakeholders to skill innovations, because this is mm-hmm. key, uh, mm-hmm. skill innovations that can address food systems, challenge, food systems challenges. And here, 
Uh, I'm particularly proud to announce that the Netherlands will host the Global Coordinating Secretariat of the oh, World Economic Forum Food Innovation wow. House. The, which okay, will connect all so this is great. So they're putting out of business the farmers and the farmers in the Netherlands are the second or third largest food producer and the largest food producer for all of Europe. And they're telling them that they can't use fertilizer and they have to do all of these new things because the experts want to teach the farmers how to farm. But it's all part of the Food Innovation Hub from the World Economic Forum. And may I read it from the WorldEconomicForum.org? Our food systems must become more sustainable, efficient, inclusive. Now, I don't know about you, but I think to myself all the time while I'm eating that carrot or that potato or anything that helps keep me alive. Gee, I hope it was a person of color that grew this carrot. Or then again, maybe I don't think of that at all. I don't care if people of color are growing all the carrots as long as they're growing and they're the best at it. Innovations that can help transform our food system are often already out there. Unfortunately, the adoption and scale-up of innovations in the agri-food sector lags behind other sectors. Collaboration between different stakeholders who are working from farm to fork is key. Now, I want you to remember, this is not to produce more food. This is to um, uh, produce more diverse food or uh, more food grown by diverse people. Okay. And uh, it's from farm to fork. So everything in between is going to be redone. This is why the Economic Forum and partners have initiated the food innovation hubs across the globe. Food innovation hubs are multi-stakeholder, pre-competitive, and market-based partnership platform aimed at strengthening local innovation ecosystems to sustainably scale innovative solutions for food system transformation. Now, isn't this great? This is great. And I can't imagine... How many millions of people are going to die because of this? This is happening. Why? Because you are a cow. They are the ranchers. They know what's best. And if a few cattle have to be slaughtered along the way, so be it. It's inevitable anyway. Let's thin the herd. What's the easiest way to get a dictatorship to have complete power over you? Well, if you own nothing, if you can't really spend your money, and there are food shortages, people are much more compliant. Think I'm joking? More on experts here in a minute. So, some breaking news, Jenny Sell. The best in skincare. They've upgraded their most popular package, featuring their top selling deep firming vitamin C serum plus ultra retinol moisturizer for 70% off. What, what does that mean? Well, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. I'll tell you, it's the best in skincare. JennyCells.com uh, has a review from Robert in Blessing, Texas. He says, I purchased JennyCell as a gift for my girlfriend. 
She said she saw result, results fast, so we joined the concierge program immediately. It's honestly the best skincare she's ever used, and she's extremely impressed. Her skin is noticeably softer and smoother. She was already beautiful, but Genucel has made her even more beautiful. Genucel's secret is a family recipe going back over 20 years. It's safe for all skin types and perfect for both men and women. You can check it out today. See what Genucel can do for you. Now visit GenuCell.com slash Beck and save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package featuring their Ultra Retinol and GenuCell's Firming Serum. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. You'll get a complimentary spa essentials box with every package order, plus a free upgrade to priority shipping. GenuCell.com slash Beck. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. I want you to play the um, MSNBC clip here from yesterday where the host is talking about what was what the Durham report really means. Listen to this. For those people who think, oh, everybody does it, you know, the Democrats do it, the Republicans do it, everybody's up to no good and shenanigans. There really is just that's just not true. There is a there is a false equivalency because you have an enormous amount number of cases which were proved where there, as you pointed out, there are convictions where there is a there there. Russia interfered in the 2016 election. They're continuing to interfere. Um, there are people who've gone to jail who are rightly found guilty. And what you have with John Durham is like it's a big fat nothing. And it reminds me of the mm. sort of weaponization um, hearings mm-hmm. that are going on where there also is they're just falling flat on their face because there is no there there. It's quite oh. amazing. Quite amazing. If you are on the left in this country, you have no idea the cage that is being built for you right now. You are part of the lucky ones because you're awake. If you're listening now and you know these things, you've been following the news, you are one of the lucky ones. Others are going to wake up. Some will wake up before it's uh, not before it's too late, um, but some will wake up before it is too late and we must welcome them. But these are all the experts that are telling you there's no there there. That interview went on to where the host came back and said it's all conspiracy theories. That's your that's your biggest tip off that something is wrong. That anyone that doubts whatever the official thing from the government and the media says is a conspiracy theorist. I did a show a couple of weeks ago and all the conspiracy theories that are true. And it's a relentless nonstop list. There is. Um, there is so much that is uh, out there that is warning you of these things. For instance, Mike Yearden, he was a former vice president of Pfizer. He said, we have to recover the power of no, I'm not doing this. If enough of us say, no, I'm not doing this, they can't win. They only win if they persuade us to be farm animals and just passively go along with everything that is happening. I, 
I want you to know we can win, but we must be aware and we must regain and recover the power of no. No, I'm not doing that. Farmers, a new food innovation hub. No, I'm not doing that. It's going to be tough, but I would rather have it tough in my lifetime than have my children a slave or to listen to the AGI people to face the inevitable death of all biological life only to be replaced by digital life that some people who think they're above everything get to decide and meet the creator destroyer the beast agi no we're not going to do that i will not participate the glenn back program covering the durham report next um good ranchers is out there and if you like meat uh it's going to get more and more expensive you want to throw some steaks on the grill or some oh, some really good hamburgers? Now is the time. We're coming up to grilling season. Um, if you are grilling, you want the best meat. You want the best price. And I don't know. I'd like it to be from farmers here, seeing that we're destroying ourselves on everything. Let's keep our farmers and our ranchers working here. And you can do that by going to Good Ranchers. Head to Good Ranchers and use the promo code BECK, and you're going to get $30 off any box. With Good Ranchers, you can feel good about the 100% American, locally sourced meat you're putting on your grill and on your plate. This summer, start it. Remember, Good Ranchers. American meat delivered, and you lock in your price so it will not go up. GoodRanchers.com. That's GoodRanchers.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK and save an additional $30 off your first box. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and save 30 bucks off your subscription. Just use the promo code FEDUP. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Uh, now streaming uh, this hour of the podcast on Twitter every day. First hour of the broadcast is live on YouTube. Uh, but those are, you know, the schlubs, really. Uh, it's the Twitter people that we like the most. Don't, wouldn't you say, Stu? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. this hour for the, you know, for the right people, really, mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter. Okay, anyway, um, if you watch the news and you're watching uh, anything from the left, you are going to hear a completely different story on the uh, Durham report. And you're going to hear that they have absolutely nothing. uh, Nobody did any wrong. And you could make a case because nobody nobody's he's not asking for anybody to be fired or anybody jail time. Nothing, nothing. Um, and, uh, so it seems like a big fat zero. However, if you actually read the report, it is extraordinarily disturbing. Sean Davis is with us. He is the Federalist CEO and co-founder. Welcome, Sean. How are you? 
I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. So which is it? Is it disturbing or a big nothing burger? Oh, it, it's it's beyond disturbing. It, it's horrifying. And you, you make a good point, um, which the, the left-wing media are trying to glom onto. Well, if it's so bad, why were there no prosecutions? Durham actually talks about this in his report. And I'm going to paraphrase him here, but it's that all the cases he was going to bring had to be brought in D.C. because that's where the crimes were perpetrated. You're not getting a, a fair trial or a jury of your peers in D.C. D.C. is uh, uniformly left wing, went 95 percent for Democrats. And in political cases, which this clearly was, they're they're going to vote the way they would vote at the ballot box in the voting booth, not based on what the facts and the law are. That's a real problem because we have all of these important cases of corruption are going to have to be tried in D.C. How do you solve that? It, I actually think it's super easy. Uh, you know, the founders, they didn't want D.C. to be a state because they didn't want this district that houses the entire federal government to be able to hold the federal government hostage and get what it wants. We actually have that now, regardless of whether D.C. is yes. uh, technically a state or not. I think you have to completely uh, get rid of the, the D.C. trial court and the D.C. circuit court. And you have to farm out these types of cases randomly to field offices and U.S. attorneys throughout the country. Get rid of D.C. being able to control what happens in these cases and send these cases to Nebraska, Texas, Tennessee, Idaho. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You're right. Um, So, Sean, they they um, uh, show that they the FBI knew the CIA knew the former president, Barack Obama and Joe Biden, they all knew that Clinton, they even had a name for it, uh, the, uh, you know, Clinton investigative project or something. They knew that she in early in the summer had made the decision to try to tie Donald Trump to Russia. So they knew that and they were they she was doing it to get people off of her trail for the um the uh, emails that were on her server and they, the FBI didn't do anything on that. And then when they got the documents that they knew were from her team, they knew there was nothing in that, but they launched this investigation and then started leaking these things to the media. How is this not massive election interference? It's a hundred percent election interference. And I'll tell you, we've, we've been hearing about Watergate ad nauseum for about 50 years now. This makes Watergate look like child's play. It does. Watergate was a two bit break in that happened once at a party headquarters. This was an entire coordinated effort across the whole of the U S government, the Intel community, the CIA, the FBI, that was perpetrated against a political campaign, against a president, and against the American people who elected him. Everyone involved should be in prison. Everyone. I mean, th- this, this is so much bigger than Watergate and so much more destructive because we now know w- with complete certainty that the FBI itself is not a law enforcement organization. It is a vassal for the Democrat Party, and it exists to do nothing other than what the Democrat Party wants. And I would say the CIA um, and all of the intelligence agencies are on that same track, if not leading it. I mean, look at what they did with Hunter Biden. The next election, 
they already plan. They have the laptop and they know about it. And then our intelligence community meets with social media and says, you know, they're going to probably come out with something on Hunter Biden. But be careful. Be careful because Russian disinformation. And then they knowingly to help the Biden campaign, they write something that was written with their understanding that it was to be used to help Biden win at a debate. I mean, and it would. It was a former acting director of the CIA who put that letter together. But it's actually even worse than what you described. We, we broke a story last week based on uh, evidence that congressional investigators have in the Weaponization Committee that the CIA itself was soliciting signatures for that letter, which they all knew was a lie. The FBI had that laptop for a year. They had gotten it a year prior pursuant to a federal grand jury subpoena. So they all knew it was a lie. But I think it's important that we don't forget that these are not recent misdeeds by the FBI. It's not like this was a glittering organization until a couple years ago. They were conceived in shenanigans. Their building is named after J. Edgar Hoover, a guy who's known yeah. for blackmailing members of Congress to get the way he wants. This agency is irreparable. Oh, so you're one of the extremists that want to fire the FBI. Want us to be without any policemen on the streets. Wow. That's what they say, Sean. It is. I will say that's not quite accurate. I also want to get rid of the, the CIA and all of the other three-letter agencies. <laughs> so do I. To declare war against the American public. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we survived for, what, 200 years, 150 years without a corrupt FBI rigging elections. I think maybe we should go back to that. Yeah. Uh, so, so, Sean, what do we do? Because I don't think anyone is is going to jail for this. We had uh, the IRS on Monday fire everyone that could have been the whistleblower, just fired the entire team that's been looking into the uh, to tax fraud uh, from Hunter Biden. Uh, that sounds like retaliation. Um how, how do we stop it when the Justice Department has to be the ones to prosecute and you're doing it in D.C.? Can the D- Republicans do anything? That's such a good question. And I think it comes back down to Congress having to once again do its job. Over the past 30, 40 years, Congress has really enjoyed outsourcing all of its actual duties under the Constitution to the administration, yep. to the executive branch. They like this because they don't have any more accountability anymore. They just to go get to go out and play politics and blame the executive branch. It's time for them to take back their Article One authority and actually do oversight. All these agencies exist at the pleasure of Congress. They exist because Congress funds them and Congress created them. And I would say it is long past time for Republicans to get a spine and to get some intestinal fortitude and do their jobs and rein in these agencies, if not defund them entirely. So can they do that without a budget? Absolutely. The power of the purse is absolute. Article one, section nine, it's just so many of these guys are afraid of their own shadows. Uh, they don't want to do anything that anyone in the media might characterize as mean or harsh. God. Oh, man, we are just, where are the, where are the uh, winter patriots? Where are they? Um, Sean, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll be looking forward to uh, more from you uh, at the Federalist, which is a great, great website. You, you uh, 
put something really tremendous together. So thanks for that, too. Well, thank you, sir. You bet. Sean Davis from uh, the um, Federalist, the co-founder and CEO. All right, let me talk to you a little bit about selling your home. You want to sell your home, move to another one? You know, why not? You haven't had enough stress in your life, right? Well, I can can take some more. Yeah, let me get some real estate agents into the house. You know, and then I can always keep the house clean and, you know, have it ready to go so we can leave and people can walk through my house. Uh, I've spent four hours, you know, cleaning it, and um, and they're gonna go, walk into the front door and go, nah, it's not really for me. And so I've wasted a Saturday. I love that, don't you? When you hire a real estate agent, you want to hire somebody who really knows what they're doing and can tell you in advance what people are gonna say about your house and how to fix the house and who to fix it with, who can get it done. You need somebody with a deep knowledge of your area, of real estate, and of all the things that go into selling a house. Those are the kinds of real estate agents that we're going to recommend to you if you just write to us and tell us where you're buying and selling. We'll find that that real estate agent that goes above and beyond. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Free service to you, realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Now, I uh, I want to talk to you about a special that we're doing on Thursday. And yes, an enormous chalkboard is involved. I love his chalkboard shows. They're so great. I know. I know. I know. I love doing them, especially when I can connect all of the dots. And that's exactly what we're going to do um, on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. I told our researchers, go and look at all of the crimes which you have concrete evidence for crimes that are so obvious, so well documented, no one on MSNBC could actually say, oh, I don't think there's anything here. So we have uncovered just a few crimes. I mean, <clears throat> and because I, I, I said, you know, look, I don't want to go on and on about it. I'm just looking for the, the crimes that are really well documented, largely undisputed. Uh, and that, you know, we have out in public record uh, the uh, the evidence on. And we only came up with uh, 150 crimes. <clears throat> Any one of those would put you in jail. Any one of those would put you in jail. Only 150. So, you know, and I know the thing that we all say to each other is I don't care anymore because nothing's going to happen. Well, I'm tired of it. OK, what the conversation I just had, well, Congress has to take their their power back. Well, I, we've been waiting. We've been waiting. Not much more time. So what do we do? Well, there is a constitutional stick here that you can use. And we're going to tell you all about it and show you how to use it. Um, because it is if you're waiting for somebody to ride in on a white horse, it ain't going to happen. If you're waiting for the next president to do something, you know, we'll be lucky if it happens. This change has got to come from us. So you want to start 
just saying, no, you are not the boss of me. And you are going to put criminals in jail. We have a plan, but we need everybody on this plan. And the Biden crime family, it's already been investigated. We have much of the evidence. So why isn't anything doing about doing anything about it? Oh, they will with your help. And it's not in Washington. This Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, we need all hands on deck. So please tune in. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Invite them over. Watch the special with them. This is that important. These specials, we don't do them all the time. Uh, these massive network schedule uh, specials. I think we did one about eight months ago because they take so much time and energy to produce and money to produce that we just can't do them all the time. We do them commercial free because of you. Um, you are the ones that are paying for all of this extra research that we do. And uh, we sure appreciate it. And if you haven't subscribed to The Blaze yet, you need to. Let's start fighting back in constitutional ways. Not go get your guns. Go get your constitution and stick your courage, uh, screw your courage to the sticking place, as Shakespeare said. Have the guts to stand up. You can help us shine a light on the Biden uh, family's crimes by becoming a Blaze TV subscriber today. Uh, it's because of you that we can do these specials and and really do all of the homework on them this Thursday. A massive campaign begins to finally hold the Biden crime family accountable, and it will be in thanks to you. Help us fight back against the corruption. Help us shine a light on the uh, corruption uh, wherever it is. Become a Blaze TV subscriber today. We want to make sure that we can make it as affordable as possible. If you sign up for a year, you're going to save 30%. That is the biggest special we have ever uh, run. We know times are tough. Uh, but we have to stay in contact and we all have to be in the same boat. So join us. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code FEDUP. I'm fed up. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code FEDUP. Special is Thursday. You excited? You all a tingle? I'm so excited. They've preempted Studos America for this special. I know. It's that it's good. It's that big. It's that big. Uh, so I am, I'm, I'm pretty pumped up about it. So um, I have to tell you, um, I am, I'm watching the stew show now cause Tucker's not on and it is mm-hmm. one of the funniest, honestly, one of the funniest, well-written and smart shows on, in, on television. It really is. I'm waiting for you to say something demeaning. No, I'm not saying anything um, demeaning. I always give you a hard time on that. You do? Yeah. And you're not doing that this time? No, I'm not. I, I don't know how to react to this. I, I, I have know. to. Well, um, I need a psychiatrist. I'm thinking 20% of everything you earn for okay. that show. <laughs> you want to kick back. And this is you the, will okay. get that kind of endorsement all the time. Really? Look, I need the money, dude. I'm trying to buy old, yeah. expensive stuff. <laughs> You know, it's for history. He's trying to save the country. So 20%, you'll get that kind of endorsement really? every time. And we'll have lots I, of letters from George Washington's, you know, that's nieces, exactly brothers. I will. I will. Former roommate. But uh, it'll be, I'll have to break my word that I use the product <laughs> the that Glenn I advertise. But. 
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Well, I've got to talk to you about a couple of things here. Um, I like to know, is it the Babylon Bee? I can no longer tell the difference. Is it the Babylon Bee or is it real life that Martha Stewart at 81 is a swimsuit model for the Sports Illustrated Swim? Is it real or fake? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm actually betting that it's absolutely real because that's the one that would make sense in today's America. We go there. Oh, and uh, also Miller Lite has decided, you know what? That thing with Bud Light went so well. We should do that, too. From March 29th till April 14th of this year, a hacker... Uh, breached the next-gen healthcare system, exposed the personal information over a million people. Yeah, I mean, so it's a million people. You're probably not in this one, are you? If you are, wow, that sucks. Uh, But you'll be there in the next one. I don't want you to feel left out. Next time there's a hack, it might be you this time. It's great. It's like going to Vegas every time we go online. I gotta get my information hacked into and taken. It'll be great. Because then I can spend a lot of time trying to fight it and figure out how to get my information back and be secure. Or you could just leave that to the experts at LifeLock. LifeLock by Norton. This is what they do for a living. Don't cut the internet security out of the budget. Uh, The internet is your lifeline now. So 25% off a subscription to LifeLine. They are to LifeLock. They... um, will keep you safe as much as anybody can and if somebody breaks through that they have a restoration team that will help put everything back together if you do have your information hacked into it's lifelock.com lifelock.com 1-800-LIFELOCK make sure you use the promo code back and save 25% 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com so where do we start where do we start where do we start well let me get let me get the bad news in and then give you sugar okay let me give you some And this isn't necessarily bad news because our Treasury Department and the Federal Reserve say this is absolutely untrue. So it is a conspiracy theory, I'm sure. Weiss Ratings, the nation's only independent ratings agency that regularly evaluates the relative safety of U.S. banks and credit unions, has made an announcement. Now, so you know, you may not know Weiss ratings. Since 2008, there have been 539 banks that have failed. Weiss ratings, because they check on them regularly and do stress tests on them, uh, they provided advance warning on 535 of them, or 99.3%. That's it. Just the that's 90, it. So they missed a full 0.7%. Yes, okay. yes. But we have the Fed who is all on top of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they knew things like inflation is transitory. So oh, okay. you good. can go to them. Now, here's the announcement. They have warned that only 4,243 banks could be vulnerable to failure. Now. I want you to hear this whole Wait, thing out. Well, 4,200. I know that sounds bad. It does. Okay, it sounds bad. But you're really looking at 
1,210 institutions or 12.8 that have now red warning flags signaling a risk of imminent failure. 12.8% of our banking? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not 4,243. No, it's not 42%. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's, it's... it's 1,210 banks. Are those, so, uh, I'm trying to understand it. So they're saying 1,200 banks are have a red flag Yes, that signifies imminent, imminent risk. No, no, no. Imminent failure. I thought you said imminent risk no, of no, failure. No, no, no. A signaling risk. Oh, yeah, you're right. Of imminent failure. Risk of imminent okay. failure. Okay, so not guaranteed, but yeah. imminent means very soon and yeah, probable. Prob- probable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now... Uh-huh. The 3,043 banks, they only got a yellow warning flag. Okay, that's good. And they say... What does that mean? They're only at risk of failure in some sort of a financial crisis or a recession. <laughs> you mean if like 1,243 banks fail? <laughs> that, it could. That type of situation? I mean, you could look <laughs> at it that way. Okay. Uh, okay. In some, 45% of all banks and credit unions are deemed vulnerable. Um, but I... I mean, the, that's not even half conspiracies, right? Conspiracy. How many banks do we need? That, right. Uh, what about having just one? Right. You know, that would make it so much easier. Yeah. Hey, have you heard that the ESG uh, things, they're falling apart? Mm. Yeah. It's weird when you make like half the amount of money on your investments that everybody else is making. You know, it's weird how fast people like, uh, I think I want out of this. I think I because I think there's been a lot of conservative pushback on this stuff led by, uh, you know, you largely um, talking about all of these uh, ESG. Yeah. uh, You know, uh, all the negatives of the ESG situation. But I think like in some ways, I'm I hope that what you just said is true and that people are just looking at it, realizing it's worse. It's they're not even performing well and are abandoning it on them. It's not a political thing, right? They're abandoning it because it doesn't work. Correct. That's even better. That is better than 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 just proving to them that it's a bad idea. Let's just remember that those people still have power that came up with that really bad idea that cost you money. But usually when, I mean, who knows, right? Mm -hmm. We know this isn't always the case, but usually when you introduce a new product, let's say, and it fails, Uh Uh you don't typically get rewarded for that. And I exactly right. It is like to send a signal there. It's exactly like, you know, (laughs) if you are doing crack cocaine on Uh the, and I am, you know, Mm -hmm. and you're smoking it and snorting Coke on the belly of a hooker. Correct. You generally don't get rewarded for that, mm-hmm. uh, but Hunter Biden. Uh, oh, Hunter, so, we were talking about Hunter Biden that time. Yes, yeah. I agree with your analysis of Hunter, <laughs> Hunter Biden. Okay, now, here comes some sugar. Now, I'm going to start slow because I don't want to give you a sugar high because that'll just wear it, you know, wear off quickly. So let me give you just a little dose of sugar here. Um, <clears throat> the Anarchist is a, uh, is a restaurant in Toronto, Canada. And it touted itself as anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe, shop, and radical community space on stolen land. That's a long, that's Mm. a big sign. It's a big sign. That's a big sign. (laughs) How many forests had to die for that, the Uh, wood of that sign? Anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe, shop, and radical community space on stolen land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The anarchist. Well, here's what they did, uh, and this was a brilliant idea. They sold 
at a profit uh, anti-Israeli literature, T-shirts depicting police being hung, propaganda pieces promoting uh, LGBT terrorism, um, and, uh, you know, some other uh, inciting materials. Um, and then they peddled, you know, bigotry and, and, and everything else on their Instagram page. And here's the thing. Uh, you know, they're they're good people. Uh, you know, they they posted uh, wishing the pope, the Catholic clergy and the Canadian government um, the centuries of suffering and death that they've given the world. So I, I think that's good. The hashtag was burn every church, hail Satan and decolonize. So they're nice people just running a community place and they were they they feel for the average person they said look you just pay when you can okay you pay what you can afford pay what you can and uh what's really uh surprising is um they're out of business so end of that story <laughs> now um capitalism always wins well does it mm. miller light you would think mm-hmm. has mm, give as as has been awake, or let me say, have not been in a coma for the last month or so. You, I, I would think, but I don't know how much of their product they've consumed, but right. likely they've been. I think it would take a medical mm-hmm. coma okay. to not know what's happened to Bud Light. It's been an incredible gift to it, them. It, yes. Mm-hmm. There's skyrockets, and Bud loses its number one status. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big news yes. if you're in the beer industry. Right. Well, they have put together a new uh a new ad and um can 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 we uh can we play the ad please? Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Yes. Wow. Wait, you just took the bikini lady. Look at this Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their but the whole beer industry's Oh. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this and buying it back so that they can turn it into good for women brewers. Literally, good How you ask? Stop. Okay. Oh, God, it's so stupid. Uh, It's so stupid, I can't even. I can't. I can't take it. Uh, first of all, uh, that was a very nice poster that she took down and shredded. Yeah. And, and I don't appreciate that. And just to give you some science behind it, there's absolutely no way you're getting more benefit out of shredding a document, then I guess turning it into some sort of fertilizer for beer, yeah. than the electricity used to just shred the document. Like there's no <laughs> way that's a, that. good, that's a worthwhile yeah, transaction. No, it's good for the... No. Oh, it's good for everything. No. Um, I would also like to point out now this came out, um, before Bud Light. Right. Uh, and then it, you know, kind of went away and here's my thing. What were you doing for the last month? (laughs) If not trying to make sure that never saw the light of day again, right? They've been deleted off. They should have been deleted off the YouTube page. I mean, right. You, if I'm Miller, I go and see if we can buy an EMP to shut down and erase and fry all the chips. So, uh, you know, they yes. say the Internet is forever. Mm, 
Not with an EMP. Do you want to be like a future draftee of the NFL deleting your old tweets? That's yeah. what you want to be. You yeah. want to be yeah. hiding your history. Yeah. Because you're right. This has been a huge boom to Miller Lite and Coors Light and all these other brands that are not Bud Light as they've cut their sales by 25% mm. or whatever mm-hmm. the, the current number is. It was up as high as 25 Um And so they come out with this, which is just, again, it goes on to tell you that they're going to take the... They, they they literally claim, and I can't imagine this is true, but they claim at Miller Lite, they're going on, like, I guess, eBay and buying up old car, uh, car, uh, cardboard cutouts of bikini models for beer ads and then having them sent to them, which, again, all of the emissions and all the other stuff associated with this is just a side hustle here. But it goes all the way to them. Then they're taking it and they're shredding. composting it, yeah. shredding it and composting, composting it and then using it transporting it to somewhere else again where there it's going to make beer that's going to be transported somewhere else uh there's nothing better than cardboard beer i'll tell you that yeah. right now <laughs> right if you can take that and mix it with some crap mm, you and have, you just let it steam in a pile for a while that's the original formula for miller mix, you mix mm-hmm. it into the may i just say so mm-hmm. what you're saying is that men uh, said horrible things and took horrible pictures of women to sell beer. Yep. So you're now making that up by saying horrible things about men mm-hmm. to sell women beer. And also, I will say, can I point out horrible things about women? You're saying horrible things about women here as well, because what you're doing is denying their agency to live their lives. You see, men didn't put women in bikinis what happened is individual women sent in their headshots and body shots to try out to attempt to get the jobs this woman in a sweater is now uh criticizing by the way i don't know if you've noticed this glenn they treat these women as so much they've taken their agency so much in this ad they have actually blurred out their faces in the ad i don't know if you noticed that the bikini picture because you weren't looking at her face in the bikini picture. The bikini Kudos. picture. Did you did you find did, that I, out I, through Lisa? I had to well, I had to watch it like forty six <laughs> times and eventually. Oh my god, their faces are gone. <laughs> but these are individual women who mm-hmm. made individual decisions based on what they wanted to do. Now we can be critical, yeah, of that as a as a uh, a career goal. Mm-hmm. But if you're a model getting into a national ad campaign. Probably a big deal, probably something you're proud of. But this woman in a sweater says you shouldn't be proud of it. In fact, it wasn't even you doing it. Men put you in the bikinis. Well, I have to tell you, um, I like the fact that she looks like mom because I've wanted my mother Mm -hmm. to make all of the choices in my life. Yeah. And that can just keep going on. You know, I just... I think every guy loves that. I think every woman loves that when mom comes in and tells them exactly what to do. Mm. Um, But I have a bigger problem with this. Uh, And we'll get to that in 60 seconds. You get health insurance for an important reason. The last thing you want on top of needing medical care is knowing that you're going to have to pay through the nose for it. And that is why CarShield exists. Medical care, medical insurance for catastrophic failure of your car. Car repairs are expensive, and uh, they now cover more parts than ever before with CarShield, and they'll fit every budget. And if it's the big expensive ones, that's where it really, really makes the difference. Not going to take all your money and flush it down the toilet for a car 
you'd really like to replace, but you can't afford to replace. Count on CarShield. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. It has saved me a buttload of money. It's CarShield. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan. Lock in your price, and it will never go up. Call 800-227-6100 or visit carshield.com slash Beck. Save 20% today. 10 seconds, station ID. So uh, let me ask you something. Do men actually exist anymore? I mean, have we phased them out entirely? Well, we phased out women entirely. You think we've also phased out men entirely? Well, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you're, you know, if you're not crying and you're not thinking maybe I too could get pregnant, mm-hmm. I don't think you exist okay. in today's world, mm-hmm. okay? If you are a woman who is a strong woman but is a woman who's like, I don't want your corporate job. I don't want this or that. I'm not going and playing by those rules. You're not really a woman either. Now, here's the good news. If those men and those women that don't play by those rules get together, they'll have children. The other ones won't. And we win. (laughs) But, But why wait that long? Why wait that long? I am so sick and tired of having to deny the natural state of things. Mm. The natural state of things is men like women. Women like men noticing them, not being creepy about it, but noticing them. It's part of the human attraction situation that's set up, you know, all of procreation and civilization. Now, I would sure. I would like to, there's a reason sex feels good mm. because God, that's God saying, right, do this. Dummy. You like that. You should do that more because <laughs> you're trying to have children. OK, so this is science, by the way. Totally science. Mm-hmm. This is a science driven show. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I gave up on Sports Illustrated, the swimsuit edition, a long time ago. And it was the only edition of Sports Illustrated I was ever interested in. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But I gave up on it when they started putting fat people on the cover. Mm. Now, nothing against fat people. I'm sure there's lots of fat people. We're part of the fat community. No, I am the Mm -hmm. king of the fat people. Okay. (laughs) So, but I'm the kind of fat people that I don't think exist anymore. The kind of fat people that, you know, you're kind of embarrassed that you're fat. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not enough to get you to stop eating. No, but, of course not. Right. But you're, <laughs> you know, you're not happy when it's beach time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, I'm not going to the beach. Nobody wants to see me in a swimsuit. And good heavens, man, I could see my reflection in the ocean. I'm not going. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm that kind of fat person. But we have graduated now to a more enlightened fat person like Lizzo or Lizzo, right? Lizzo's the fat, very good flautist, I might say. She's quite a good flautist. She's really good Mm -hmm. flautist. She is quite the flautist. But she's a fat flautist. A fat flautist. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to see her in all of her fatness. Even if she's flouting? 
I don't. Well, if she has clothes on. Okay. Yes. You okay. want to see her flouting in clothes? Well, no, I don't want to see it, but I'll look at it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what happened to the people who are like, I'm in a bikini. I I look good in a bikini. I should wear a bikini because I don't see those people anymore. I just see people like men wearing a bikini and they shouldn't be in a bikini because they're men, mm. let alone fat men. Mm-hmm. I'd like to break this down here with Miller Lite as this is unnatural. Everything that is happening goes against nature. Just want to throw that in. It's, you know, just some scientific biological truth just mic drop there i'm just saying (laughs) the glenn back program i mean don't get me wrong martha stewart at 81 in a swimsuit is gorgeous biden administration is quietly or maybe not so quietly planning for a future where you don't own money It's CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency, and it will be great because it's digital and it's programmable, which means you get to spend it on only approved activities. (laughs) Oh, man, I bet that's not buying meat. Central banks keep buying up gold to deleverage away from the U.S. dollar, and it is happening all over the world. In the last uh, six to eight months alone, gold is up over 20%. While the dollar down 5%. I know. Shocking. Goldline finally has some of their industry-leading gold legal tender bar cards back in stock this week. With a direct delivery purchase, you'll receive 10 of the brilliant silver uncirculated Kennedy half dollars with every card you acquire. It's only while supplies last. Get them now. Tangible assets. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call right now. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is FEDUP. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. You know, I said uh, at the beginning of the hour, I... I, uh, I don't know what's real and what's fiction now. Martha Stewart at 81... Posing on a cover of the swimsuit edition uh, for Sports Illustrated. And uh, she's all of 81. And uh, mm. I never wanted to see her in a swimsuit when she was 31, you know. Um, don't want to see her definitely at 81. And I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, now, she's a criminal. Uh, she's a convicted felon. She's also an evil, uh, capitalist. I think she's made stuff through sweatshops, you know, with, uh, with people of color. I thought they hated people like that. I, they, uh, well, I don't know why she's getting this, but she's getting this and, uh, and you know who else, and this is going to, this is going to, if this doesn't make you run out and get sports illustrated, Kim Petras is the second trans model on sports illustrated swimsuit cover oh good now i didn't know that they had the first trans person on uh the cover i I missed that apparently a couple years ago they did have well they were leading the pack weren't they 
They apparently were. Mm-hmm. By the way, wasn't the isn't the whole point of having a cover model to signify one model who's ahead of the pack, like the one you're really putting out there? Why do we have four different cover models? Like well, I because they have to have they to have, to have the old person. Mm. They have to have the trans person. Mm-hmm. They have to have a person of color. I don't know. And if they, they probably do. have to have an amputee. I will say I'm looking at the. F- and now I can I cannot see Megan Fox's right arm, so it's possible it has been amputated. I don't know. Yeah, Megan Fox. She's one of them. She's one of the models. Now Megan Fox is a, a more of a traditional choice, as you would <laughs> yes. say. Uh, yes. And then yes. another called uh, uh, named Brooks Nader. Mm-hmm. And she is uh, Ralph again, Nader's Ralph Nader's <laughs> older brother uh, who's who transitioned, transitioned into and, a woman and a lovely no, woman. No, she and seems I, to be. I would say again by uh, I, I, they're sort of small pictures, but seems to be a, a traditional choice. Now I don't know if either of them are a personal person of color. They're all very tan, so it's hard to tell. Yeah. Maybe I don't know, but yeah. they did. You know, again, you see, you have two sort of traditional choices, and then an eighty-one-year-old and a dude. Can I ask you? Mm-hmm. At the same time, we're seeing, you know, this on Sports Illustrated and Mm -hmm. Miller Beer is, you know, saying get rid of all the old beer commercials and, you know, the cardboard cutouts of hot women in bikinis pushing beer. Has anyone else noticed that the rest of the woke media is like uh, crazy with sex and women and everything else i mean you go and watch just try to watch uh anything on netflix or it's all very highly sexualized content like yes right like and, all the time and of course we know that like we know that that these places are going to put this stuff out there because there's a market for it but like why is it enlightened empower uh, empowering and enlightened to appear on an HBO show where you show off everything that you that God gave you and more. Uh, why is that empowering when a, an 80s bikini model in a beer ad is demeaning and we have to shred it and turn it into mulch? Well, why? Because I think, and I could be wrong, but I think because it's just for beer. Um, now they're serving their Lord and master Satan and, uh, they're just, they're now selling immorality, darkness, death. I don't, I mean, I I think the implication behind a beer ad and bikini models, look, the reason people drink Miller Lite largely is because they're go like the whole party scene was built on this. The college party scene, right, is built on a bunch of people drinking a lot of alcohol and then doing stupid things. Many times with members of the opposite sex. That is a very much a central focus of a lot of advertising around people. I just want to remind you, this is science. Okay, right. so please, we're talking science. Go we ahead. are. Uh, so... That's all acknowledged. Everyone knows the idea that sex sells. We can all be critical of that idea. But, you know, here we have a situation where you can go online and see anytime a woman opens her own freaking OnlyFans account, we're told how empowering it is. Right. And then at the same no, time, porn is very empowering. Right. It's That's demeaning to sell beer in a swimsuit in the 80s. But porn. Right. Is empowering. Right. Mm-hmm. That's. uh I mean, it's just so inherently stupid. And we're at that point where, like, we're, there's entire industries built on Instagram influencers who are just going around in bikinis, 
uh, showing off everything that they have. And those people are all empowered, according to the media. But the people, the poor people from the 1980s who were in beer ads and maybe even made a living, unlike probably a lot of these Instagram models, doing that, they're trash. In fact, they're not even trash. They're not even trash. They were people who were essentially enslaved to make bikini ads for Coors Light in 1984. Like, it's so stupid. Well, here's the thing. I Because I really struggled with this last night when I saw Martha Stewart on the cover of Sports Illustrated. A lot of people struggled with yeah, that. Yeah, and I struggled with it in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to have therapy uh, mm-hmm. later on today. But the, the thing I was uh, thinking here it, all night was, is this real or is this the Babylon Bee? And that should mm-hmm. scare the hell out of the Babylon Bee. Because what do you parody when what, world, the world looks like this? And the only thing you can do is go to extremes, which would be putting beer bikini models on a mock cover of Sports Illustrated. B- Babylon B to to be outrageous and crazy on what you just definitely would never do will become the America we once knew. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. The, the fact that men like women is now something, if you acknowledge it, it's crazy. That's really where we are. And you look at that and you go, men liking women. That's what, how antiquated. <laughs> oh, and they had that icky sex and everything. I just don't like it. By the way, um, here's an illegal immigrant that I am glad we have. Oh, good. Um, he's from Cuba, uh, 44 years old. Uh, I, that's all I know about him. I wish I knew more. Well, I know one other thing. Um, he is, uh, he's just been convicted of first degree murder for beheading his girlfriend with a machete in Minnesota. Uh, and well, first he hit her with a dumbbell and then he chopped off her head with a machete. And I think to myself, we don't have a lot of machete murders, you know? And uh, and that's because we have too many guns on the street. This guy influencing and saying, hey, there are other ways to kill people. Try a dumbbell and a machete. Is kind of good for our future. It, it might talk some of those people out of getting those dangerous, dangerous guns. <laughs> hmm? I, I, isn't the goal to protect human life? No, we got to no. get rid of the guns. That's not the goal. So the goal, the, the yeah. gun. Yeah. Do you know are... that on on uh, what is it called the East End or whatever it is in London the their Broadway there is actually a show about knives about how crazy it's gotten with knives and how dangerous it is on the streets about knives. Mm. It's it's kind of a it's it's become a a, a thing now. <laughs> What's the name uh, of the show? Stab City, the Stab City knives out. I don't. Okay, I don't I, really. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't spend a lot of time okay. looking at it. I just saw that they were doing a play about how dangerous things are getting with knives, and that the knife thing isn't working over there. Hmm. So that's weird. It's weird. It's weird. You get rid of guns, crime goes up in knives. You start to ban knives. And it still goes up in knives. It's almost like you can't get rid of all of the knives. And I'm a bit confused as to the vision that I intake from the media. 
is that, let's say, for example, Texas, a lot of gun owners here, just basically nonstop crime, right? That's what we're told. It's, it's, everyone's being murdered on every street corner every day. Mm. That's the world we live in in Texas, which is not true, but I want you to think it's true, people in the Northeast, so you don't come here. But let's just say, for example, you're in the Northeast, you're in the media, and you believe that's actually what Texas is like. Why do you want illegal immigrants coming here then? Why do you want us to house all of Mexico and Guatemala and Ecuador's population? Why do you want that? Why do you wish this upon them? Why not instead take them in in a wonderful city like Philadelphia, where everything's safe? They've got all sorts of gun laws. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's always Always sunny sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. A wonderful place for all illegal immigrants. And we can bust them in. I don't understand why New York and Chicago and Washington, they're all saying it's a state of emergency because of all these illegal immigrants coming in from the evil uh, Greg Abbott and Ron DeSantis. I mean, they've, they've had to. You ready for this one? They have had to kick out uh, uh, wounded veterans yeah, out of a hotel veterans, yeah. to be able to get these new immigrants in. Yeah, they And have. I think that's wonderful. You think that's wonderful? I think it's wonderful. Let <laughs> me give you one that more. That wasn't my take on that Let story. Let me give you one more thing here. Uh-huh. I'm just excited to see how it is all going to work out, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a California man's hand was chopped off by a sword-wielding homeless suspect on Saturday night. Police in Riverside, 55 miles outside of Los Angeles, were alerted to the medieval dismemberment when several residents called 911 to report a severed hand lying on the sidewalk in a downtown neighborhood Mm. around 1030. You don't see those that often. You don't. Uh, A short time later, a man missing a hand checked into a hospital. Okay. So he dropped it. He, well... I don't know if he dropped okay. it. Yeah, uh, apparently another homeless man that didn't have a bed but had a giant medieval sword <laughs> came up to him and chopped it off. Ah. Uh and they found the hand. No word on how the hand is doing. Um I do kind of question the guy who got I mean I freak out, right? Somebody's got a sword, I freak out. Mm-hmm. But once he's chopped my hand off, even if I run away, the first thing I do, I get about 10 steps out and I'm like, I got to get my hand. Right. You got to get the right? hand. Right. You go mm-hmm. back to get the hand. He didn't. It's possible these particular gentlemen weren't uh, in the midst of the most coherent, sober thought. Well, they uh, do say there that there might be some mental illness uh, no. happening. Yeah. Really? Yes. And maybe yes. a little bit of a pre-existing uh, beef of sorts. Well, they, the they apparently had an argument, you know. Okay. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? You got to yeah. you know, look. They say, I mean, that used to be the punishment all the time, right? Like they'd cut off your hands. That's why I, that's why I stopped going to, you know, medieval fairs. Really? Yeah. That's why. You'd go to those medieval fairs and all those people would come and they, they, they're like, I want to chop somebody's hands off. Mm. I'm like, I'm not going there. And to get me to go to medieval times, you'd have to chop both my hands off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Now, did you, as a child, uh, participate in such medieval fairs? Medieval fairs? No, I did. No? No, I did not. That seems like something you would do. Like, I could picture you as a kid, like, you know, 13 years old, you've got the medieval garb on. What you're saying is, mm-hmm. 
you are such a geek today mm-hmm. yeah. that you had to be you had to be pasty white mm-hmm. uh, and just such a loner that you would go eat you know giant turkey legs mm-hmm. at a medieval fair. You've summarized my analysis well. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I was. Well, thinking. you know me. All right, <laughs> let me uh, tell you about Rough Greens. Whether he's chasing the ball out in the backyard or curled up next to the bed where he doesn't belong, but somehow he does. Your dog is a good dog. He's not just your best friend. He's part of the family. We treat our dogs this way. You want his life to be as happy and healthy and as long as possible. So what are you feeding him? Dog food is dead food. A live food is green. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black invented the solution for our dogs because they're not getting the food. If you're feeding them kibble, they're not getting all the things that they need. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It is a supplement. You sprinkle it on the dog's food full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants. The things that are going to make your dog happy and healthy. Most dogs love Rough Greens right off the bat. Let Rough Greens boost your dog's food back to life. Special deal at roughgreens.com slash Beck. You'll get your first bag free. All you pay for is shipping. It's free. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. 833-GLEN33. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. I'm going to tell you about a guy named Emil Woods. He set off for Houston in 2019. He was going to buy a second tractor trailer and expand his trucking business. He had saved $40,000 to make his dream of expanding his trucking business a reality. Then he drove through Harris County. Harris County is uh, the Houston area. Red and blue flashing lights behind him. Sheriff's deputy said, you're following this truck too closely. And uh, didn't give him a ticket, but then said, do you have cash in the car? And he's like, well, yeah, Uh, let me see the cash. And there were two bundles of cash. Uh, He said, you know, I'm I'm buying it. I'm bringing it down because I'm going to buy, you know, a tractor trailer. And the deputy said, I think you're um, I think you're into drug smuggling, but never charged him with anything. Just Mm. took the cash. Okay. Civil asset forfeiture. And uh, he has now been trying to get uh, his money back. And the trial starts in Harris County on Monday, four years, one day after they've they took his 40 grand and he's not going to court. It's the state of Texas versus approximately $41,680. The money is on trial. Huh? The money is on trial. Government just has to prove the property was linked to criminal activity. It's legal theft, and I cannot believe Texas is one of the leaders in this. Boy, I... Please, Florida, my Texas, will you? Please, Florida, my Texas. The Glenn Beck Program.